what a lot of people don't realize is swinging lets you see parts of personalities that you don't get to see that are very deep. And those are like the kind of animalistic um, motivations for doing things. You see people at their most base when you're talking about sexuality. Welcome to Normalizing Non-Monogamy, the podcast where we interview incredible people from across the entire spectrum of non-monogamy to hear their funny, sexy, and fascinating stories as they take us on their journey. We always strive to bring guests on the show who have a healthy and positive approach to non-monogamy. However, everyone approaches it a little differently. And at its core, our show is about hearing, highlighting, and learning from the different experiences and approaches people have. With that in mind, it is important to remember that the views and opinions expressed by our guests do not necessarily reflect those of our own. So sit back, relax, and just accept the fact that your time with us will be spent in an awkward turmoil of laughter and arousal. We should also let you know that this podcast will hopefully include some explicit language. If that kind of thing offends you, we suggest you keep listening until it no longer does. If you're under 18, you either need to stop listening or go get your parents and you can listen as a family. The choice is yours. Enjoy. Hey, y'all. No. (laughs) Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 13. Uh, We have an exciting interview today with the Peacock couple. This is Andy and Anthony, and they met, or actually they started as swingers separately, uh, and then they met and kind of left swinging for a little bit, but then went and migrated into porn, uh, taking videos of themselves, um, after they kind of closed off their their relationship for a little bit. So it's a really interesting interview. Yep, it's your standard couple gets together, starts making porn, Mm -hmm. the usual. (laughs) Uh, Before that, we just wanted to quickly remind everybody, we've talked about it in the past, Uh, we talk about desire a lot, um, how amazing it is. We're not going to talk about that. We're just going to remind everybody here that we are going to be at Desire in November with the Life on the Swing Set Takeover. There's still lots of rooms available. If you want information on that, you can go to ssdesire.com. And the last thing we wanted to remind everybody was that if you want to sign up for Cassidy, you can get a free 30-day or 90-day trial if you leave us a review on iTunes or one of the other platforms. Uh, to try out the full feature set. So sign up through the resource page on our website. Yep, and our website is normalizingnonmonogamy.com. You can also find us on Twitter under the screen name NNM Podcast and under the same screen name on Cassidy. And with that, we will jump right into the interview. So I guess thank you guys for coming on the show and reaching out to us on Twitter kind of out of the blue. And, yeah, it's awesome. Uh, we Also, real quick, going to take a second to say we would love to have anybody else on Twitter or any other platform <laughs> reach out to us as well because we're just happy to talk to everyday people. They don't have to be podcasters or, or famous in any way. So, um, Are we famous? Okay. What's that? Oh, yeah, I mean, semi-famous. Or semi-famous. Semi-famous. So, yeah, maybe tell us a little bit about who you guys are and what, yeah, a little bit of your background, and we'll kind of dive into it after that. All right. So, yeah. So, thank you for having us on, by the way. Um, we're always appreciative whenever anybody takes the time to listen because, I mean, it's, it's rare that people listen, you know? So, and um, quite frankly, on Twitter, a lot of the vanillas, I see yeah. them talking about um, lifestyle stuff, and then we try to chime in, 
because who better to answer the questions that they're asking than two people actually living it? And then they don't talk to us because we're porn stars. So (laughs) they think that we're trying to advertise for ourselves or whatever. I don't know what they think, but um, so yeah, it's it's really nice to talk about what we do. Yeah. Well, I think it's important to share too, that you guys are just, you're normal people. It's just something that you guys fell into here and we'll, we'll definitely get into that, but I guess, could, could you share with the listeners, like, maybe a little bit of background, how old you guys are, roughly, and... Maybe just, our names. Yeah, maybe your names <laughs> and the... Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, why don't you do that part, then, smartass? Smartass? All right. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll do Mrs. Peacock or Andy. We're both 37. Um, I've been in the lifestyle since 2009. I uh, started out with, with my ex-husband and was single, then met this wonderful... Man. <laughs> and an orgy I was hosting. Yeah, that's right. The first time was through her, yes. Yeah. So she was my birthday present from the girl so. that I was dating before. Yeah. Nice. So, it was very interesting, but just to be clear, we didn't we I didn't dump her for her. I'm not that kind of person. We both had, we both had relationships that fizzled out at the same time and we ended up together. Okay. Just timing, but yeah, yeah we were just timing. in a good time, in a good place, and it just all kind of worked out. No, but yeah, no, I've been we've been really happy doing this. It's kind of like we started off almost not wanting to explain, but yeah. we started off, and then we're like, this is not going to work, and I'm like, I don't want to share him with anybody. Like he's yeah. mine. So wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys were you guys were both in the lifestyle, the swinging lifestyle before you met, and then you almost kind of came back out of it. Is that? Yeah. yeah, we were monogamous. That's how we got into porn is through monogamy. <laughs> <laughs> as, as one does. As one does, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, we kind of took a break. But, yeah, I mean, you've been doing it since, well, what year did you start? My first couple was a 2005 as a single male. So I've, I've been a slut. Like for a longer yeah. than yeah. So for me, for me, like, I've always, I've always liked the ladies. I mean, I just always have since I was, I had a girlfriend in freaking preschool. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's just the kind of person that I was. When you, were, when you were in preschool, right? Not like a recently you had a girlfriend who was in preschool. No, no, no. <laughs> just, to, just to clarify for anybody. I like them older. I like them older. <laughs> <laughs> so, but no, so no, in preschool I was dating the teacher. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that would be more than No, but like, um, so like for me, like when I discovered the lifestyle, it was an ethical way to have non-committal sex because what, what the whole problem becomes is lies, you know? And if you could just be free of the lies, you know, then at least if somebody can't handle it, that's on them. You know what I mean? At least I was honest and I did my part, you know? So, right. But we're total opposites. He's the total outgoing, blah, blah, blah. Likes to express himself. Me, I'm like, stay quiet. Don't say much and just keep to myself. Right. <laughs> I thought she was outgoing when we met. Yeah. And that's uh, the result that's, of a divorce. That, well, <laughs> she was trying to find confidence, so she exuded a certain persona at swinger parties that wasn't really quite yeah. the sweetheart that she really is. You know, <laughs> how, yeah, how long hard. have you guys been together? Uh, three-ish years. Only three years. Okay. Yeah, a little over three years. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, Anthony, you were swinging from you said about thirteen years or so now, and yeah. I guess, what did that journey look like before you guys came together? Um, 
I mean, there was a lot of sex. (laughs) (laughs) Was was the whole time as a single male? Or or you said you had a... um... Well, honestly, like, you know, I think we all struggle with this. You as as somebody in the lifestyle, like you go through phases of hating it and loving it, hating it and loving it. You know what yeah. I mean? So my swinging was like in between vanilla relationships for the most part. Um, you know, I always try to go back to vanilla life. You kind of feel like um, pressure almost. You know what I mean? Like, and then it takes you a while to realize that. Wait a minute, no, I don't have to be in a typical monogamous relationship there, there's so many it's a spectrum you, you can you can go anywhere you want on that spectrum you know it right, right. so you were so in that time you were not typically in the lifestyle with a partner you were mostly in it as the single male a lot of the times or when i would i mean this is gonna sound egotistical i'm not gonna really <laughs> so, like, i'm gonna be pretty good in bed and like i have like the squirt magic and, like, I'm not, like, making it up. And when you make a woman squirt, they are, like, on you, like, glue. Like, you cannot shake You cannot shake them. You cannot get rid of them. So, like, I would end up, like, in swinger relationships then. You know what I mean? Relationships uh-huh. with people. So I didn't – I wasn't single a lot. Let's just put yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know anything about that. I was going to say, I think you uh, have something in common with Finn. <laughs> yeah, it's not a trick. It's not hard, you know? It's hard to find someone who does. Just yeah. Saying. Yeah. Being a squirter myself, it's like uh, about here eighty percent don't know. No, they go like. Yeah, like it's jamming, and I'm like, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. we'll have to have a separate uh, a separate show dedicated to the art of it. How how to make women squirt. <laughs> but so, uh, Andy, on your side, what what did what got you into the swinging world to start with? Well, ex, my ex husband first um it was kind of our marriage was a little shaky and we he brought up the idea and i'm like all right i'll give it a try kind of was just like here and i'm like all right anyway we were in it for a few years it, i mean we ended up it, we figured out that we wanted separate people i found a couple i really liked and he found a girl that he ended up actually he's gonna marry so it's like you know we, you guys did more of a polyamorous, we did a more polyamorous thing. thing so then we ended up being divorced i did the thing i did it with i was with the couple for a year or two. When I met her, she was kind yeah. of with the couple. Right, and then that ended up fizzled, and from you know I, that kind of fizzled around the time I met you. That exploded. <laughs> I accidentally made the guy cry. The 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 third the other guy that was the couple. In the couple. He was in love with her, right? Yeah. She was in love with being a lesbian, like the other girl, and like they had like a really toxic marriage. They were like totally apart, and he had fallen in love with her. So I go to meet them. And then we leave there, and I'm like, that dude's in love with you. You know, like, I could just tell. You know, he was mad at me the entire time for whatever, you know. Like, I could just get the vibe, right? I was like, dude, I don't know if you want to get involved with, like, a bad relationship. I was just discussing polyamory with um, one of our friends on Twitter. Um, I think she's trans, but uh, she says that she's in a, I don't know if that's the right pronoun, whatever. Um, but, uh, she said that, you know, polyamory for her hasn't worked. So this is probably what he's wondering about is like, so we went, we met and we would do like solo play dates at that point, because that's what we were coming from. And we figured out it didn't work for us. It wasn't making us happy. (laughs) You you wanted to be together. 
we wanted to be together. We wanted to do things together. These clean things. Plus, we were so new. We didn't know what we. Now I think how much we trust each other, we could. But now we just don't even want to. Yeah. Other people. So on Andy's side, you guys, you and your husband wound up breaking up shortly after you met um, no, no. Anthony, correct? Or no? Or this was the couple that came. Oh, out. that's right. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Exciting. Yeah, she split from her husband, yeah, and then yeah. she dated a couple for a while, and then they met. I yeah. got it. And then, but then when you guys first got together, you had decided to have a monogamous relationship for a while, sure. and then kind of wound up opening it back up? That is correct. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we went monogamous. That la- so that lasted maybe six months. I say about six about months. Six months. Mm-hmm. But in between there, we had a conversation. It was like, okay, well, we got to do, we can't go from swinging to vanilla life. It's like too big of a transition. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, it's, I need something to entertain myself sexually if it's not going to be multiple partners, you know, right. like whatever. Um, so that'd be like going from like crack to nothing. You just gotta go like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, so, so we decided, all right, well, let's make some text tapes. What could go wrong? You know, like, and, and we figured, okay, well maybe we'll make $300 and go to a nice dinner every now and then, you know, whatever. And 20 million views later, you know, wow. very well. So yeah. And well, just on us, and then um, we kind of step by step kind of said, okay, well, what turns us on? And what we discovered, what really turned us on, were bisexual males in our bedroom. And I'm not even, I would consider myself 95% straight. The only part, 5% of a guy I think is hot is a big, hard dick. The rest of them could go away for all I care. Like a toy. And so, so, it, I've kind of got in touch with that, and um, I've always enjoyed slutty women. That's always been my fetish ever since, like, being a teenager. There's nothing sluttier than a woman who will take two dicks in her mouth and two dicks in her pussy. So you're going to touch. Right, you know what right. I mean? so yeah. What we decided is we figured out very quickly that the bi guys are way more fun. You know what I mean? They're just way Cause, more Because they're just way more comfortable in the right. situation. Comfortable, yeah, and, and there's, like, not that, like, Oh, my leg touched yours. Oh, you know, like, there's not that more. A couple of times, the guy's been more into me than her. You know, but, you know, I just kind of, like, diffuse it a little bit. You know what I mean? So, I I don't mind it. You know, it doesn't matter that much. Sure. So, I guess, what did that transition look like? So, you went monogamous, porn, back to non-monogamy. Did you keep the porn aspect? Or was, I guess, how does that look? We kept the porn aspect because, I mean, it kind of blew up to the point where we saw the opportunity. You know, okay. when life gives you opportunities, you don't you don't just turn it down. You sure. know, somebody's willing to pay you for yourself, your own personality, because that's all it is. Right. And that's why we got a lot of couples and women that like our porn is because it's just us. And it's real. Us. And, it's, and, it's, and, it's us us. Yeah. and since yeah. we went from orgies to porn, Camera's like nothing to us. Most of the time anyway. It's not So so when you first started it was just the two of you and then you slowly started introducing in other guys. Right. Okay. Right, other guys, and then and then we found some couples that we actually liked. And um, quite frankly, for us, not for anybody else in their relationship, 
we brought the swinging down to a, a level that is better for our personal mental health. Um, when we met, it was like every fucking weekend we were at a swinger event. It didn't matter. Like that we was just, the, is just a, all of our yeah. friends are swingers. Everybody was lifestyle. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And it was in hindsight, you realize, no, that's that too much. Fun. It's too much, you know? So we, we usually bring one, a new person into our bedroom, maybe once every month to three months. Yeah. And there's like mm-hmm. no pressure there. You know what I mean? And it's only when we find something we really like, you know, or go on vacation. We actually, we prefer to swing on vacation, honestly. Okay. Yeah. A little more relaxed. Yeah. yeah. No kids. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fun way to do it. You know what I mean? And plus, then if you don't like them, you never know, see them again. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, that's, I mean, that's, and that's a, kind of a point that we didn't touch on earlier is you guys have kids and you, are just you're just your normal everyday people who like to swing and also found that making some porn was was a fun way to make some extra money. So I think that's that's just a really kind of a fun neat story. Yeah, uh, I, we find it fascinating. So yeah, no, I, a lot of people in the lifestyle do, and I try to make a company for lifestyle people that want to get into it. Um, I think a lot of lifestyle lifestyle people are like. There's still a lot of stigmas, you know what I mean? You don't want, want their work to find out or whatever. Yeah. Um, we don't really care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I was going to ask, have, has there been any challenges revolving around, around your social life or work or anything like that with making the porn? Or family life? Or family. Uh, you're probably seeing some of my outgoing Twitter comments uh, by now. <laughs> <laughs> um, if, you, if you operate your life in a way where you're not ashamed of what you're doing, nobody can make fun of you. Nobody has anything on you. You know what I mean? The moment that you give somebody, you're giving somebody the opportunity to make you feel shame. You know what I mean? If you don't carry yourself with shame, they don't do it. You know, it's just just that simple, you know? Um, At least that's the way that I operate my life. Her family is more... Well, your family knows. You work with your family. Your work knows. Yeah, I tell everybody. But I work in a very... (laughs) environment i wouldn't even tell my family the only person who knows is my sister and my brother-in-law because she asked they know they know but, but they, won't say they don't they have like a don't ask don't tell policy yeah. they're like <laughs> yeah yeah but it's like elephant in the room and no one will say anything yeah they're, they're, it would make them uncomfortable talk about it. and i think my that. group of friends at work knows but they don't say anything they keep it to themselves they drop in I'm just like, oh, well, uh, just keeps it classy and i'm like yeah. they're alone you know? so. yeah so it doesn't really Right. Well, if someone asked you directly about it, it's not like you would lie about it. You'd tell them, but you don't have a reason to hide it, but you also don't have a reason to flaunt it. Right, exactly. I'm like, I don't want to purposely lose my job, but that I'm not going to broadcast it. I mean, I found out even there's another swinger in my office. I'm like, and it's It's a lot more popular than people realize, I think. I think a lot of people have gone to a swinger club or thought about it or dabbled Mm -hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I think that's part of what we're trying to show with this podcast is that there's so many more people out there that have um, at least thought about it than I think most people realize. So has has the the porn side of things affected the swinging side of things in terms of people are leery to to meet you guys or go beyond just being friends because they think you're going to try to lure them into the bedroom and film them and that kind of stuff? Well, I mean, number one, we're an LLC, you know what I mean? Our shit is legit. So we're not going to jeopardize our 
business that's like actually federal, you know, recognized as a tax ID number. Yeah. Right. Over right. According to some person, you know, they're not worth the business to us. You know what I mean? So. But you're always up front with everybody. Yeah, I'm always up front. But you know, it's interesting. Um, swinging. What a lot of people don't realize is swinging lets you see parts of personalities that you don't get to see that are very deep. And those are like the kind of animalistic um, motivations for doing things. You see people at their most base when you're talking about sexuality. And so what the porn thing has done has been interesting. You know all those couples that write you and they're fucking annoying and they are just time wasters? (laughs) Yeah. And you rid of the time wasters. It's unbelievable. (laughs) Like the porn thing, and we put out there right away, we're really only interested in people who are exhibitionists, period. You know what I mean? Because what we've discovered is that exhibitionists, like nudist-type couples, like they, you know those couples that like just have taken it to that next level where they, um, they something like a camera isn't going to bother them. It's just, there's another level of swinger that yeah, right, right. not just trying to fill What it's done is we've effectively weeded out all the time wasters by with the camera. It scares them off. It's great. But, and that's not just because you guys aren't strictly looking for couples who will come on camera, but it it takes care of the ones who think that that's maybe what you're looking for. We have played off camera. um, Mostly single grills. Mostly with single grills, yeah, with unicorns. Um, There's a lot of the unicorns we find, like, they won't do it. (laughs) (laughs) I always throw it out there, and if they want to do it, they can do it. If not, whatever. Um, but like, it becomes weird because like at a certain point, it's not that we try to only play with people that are on camera. It's just, we end up with such limited time. You almost have to blend the two for it to make it worthwhile. And it's not anybody, but it's like, we get like one non-kid weekend a month. So you bet your ass you're going to be on camera that weekend. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) I got one weekend to make this happen, you know? So it's not like we have all sorts of time where we can see a bunch of people and this and that. And, um, you know, I, I enjoy the camera element. Um, to answer your question, we would be willing to play with people off camera. And, you know, when it happens the most is at, like, swinger clubs because mm-hmm. you can't have cameras there anyway. Right. So, yeah. Sure. Yeah. But we don't go a whole lot. We'll go to parties, but... Yeah. parties that everyone's comfortable with it either so yeah we now but now we do it big though we don't do like just go to the local swinger club go to fucking toronto or tampa or wherever and it's so much more fun That's so- I, was gonna, I was gonna ask you what are some of the pla- fa- your favorite places you've traveled to and visited swing swinging clubs it's funny when we go there we the swinger club that we go to is like secondary it's we're using this as an opportunity to travel and see right. other places but so right. far, we like Oasis the most. Toronto. It was really cool. Yeah, yeah, it was really cool because I mean they have fucking waiters. I've never been to a spring club with Bartender. waiters and bars. Yeah, oh, like, it's awesome. Legit bar Laying by yeah. the pool and like a waiter comes up. It's like oh shit. They're like, <laughs> <laughs> this is the way to swing right here. You know? Yeah, yeah no, it's a it's a fun place and it's kind of neat too because it's sort of like a mix between bathhouse and swinger and it's and an old Victorian yeah, house. Yeah, we've it's, been there a couple times too. Yeah, it's pretty neat. <laughs> Again, another fringe benefit to the porn thing is we never have to find couples online through sites. They usually like email us or whatever, and like um, that's how we usually find couples. Mm-hmm. The only time we use sites of any kind is for single dicks, ever, and that's like whatever you know. 
And then we use Tinder, believe it or not, for girls. Like, oh yeah, just that makes sense. Make a buy or have me make a like um, a profile. It just says we're a couple, and then it hooks up with girls in the area, and we found a lot of girls that way. <laughs> <laughs> Lately, but we have one. That's oh, I, have, I deleted the app because oh, yeah, I was just got sick of it. <laughs> you got, yeah, you got sick of having too much sex with hot women. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, swinger, swinger problems. problems. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> has has there ever been a point where where either one of you have decided, hey, we we want to put this on hold. We don't want to do the 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 filming. We don't want to meet other couples. Or have you guys both been pretty gung ho since you started it? No, because for me, like it it feels like the right amount. I mean, we don't. We banged maybe, I don't know, four guys all of last year and maybe two or three couples and a couple of girls. Mm -hmm. Okay. We we would have done that in like a weekend. Right. You know what I mean? So this is like nothing. You know, this is a very good, comfortable level, and we're not like forcing each other to go to stuff. And it's it's never forced. And I think that comes through in the forum too. Um, Like, we've gotten so used to just, okay, turn it on you know, whatever. And we just forget about it. I think it's, I find it fascinating that the, the porn has actually scaled back the amount of swinging that you've done. Yeah. That would be counterintuitive (laughs) to me. (laughs) We never, you know, thought that it's so tip to couples, if they're, if they feel like the swinging is becoming overwhelming, just start producing porn and it'll help just naturally <laughs> tear that back. You know what it does? It helps you focus on each other too. That's one of the friend benefits because now you're just thinking about each other. You know, you start off there and then you just kind of go from that. It's just, I, I, going through this experience, I'm convinced that less is more when it comes to swinging. Um, yeah. Like, Quality versus quantity type thing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Especially when you're starting off, you like you just want to get that first experience or that first couple or that first unicorn or whatever the first happens to be. You know, yeah. um, and now that we've had everything, now we know. Okay, well, we're only going to do it when we really, really want to do it. You know? Right. Right. Yeah. No, I, I think that's important too. And I guess could you guys talk a little bit about? some of the benefits that you think your marriage has seen from either from the swinging or from the porn or, or from a combination of the two. Well, first I, I can always talk. You can you talk know. and talk and talk. You go first and then I'll add in. Right. I'm always good at that. Um, for, okay. So when we went monogamous, um, a big part of the reason we went monogamous is because we were kind of so in love, or at least I was so in love with her. Um, I actually, I wasn't jealous of the, I was, wasn't jealous that she had a life before my, us. I was jealous that I didn't get to have that experience with her. Yeah. And she had that experience with somebody else. I wanted that for us too. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like you had missed out on it. I had missed out on it. And I felt like, you know, like we got to do that too. Like there was like almost like this competition almost, you know what I mean? And like, I had to let go of that and now that i've let go of that my watching her is have sex with somebody else or um exploring with her and doing it together there's it's complete trust we don't get jealous oh she gets a little jealous 
Well, you know, you're never jealous of anything, but anyway. No, I would. I mean, I would get jealous if, like, we have certain rules, you know, like, there's no cross, we don't cross gender text. We think that leads to problems. Uh Um, Somebody's always got to push it so far. Somebody's always got to push it so too far. So we just don't do it, you know? Yeah. Um, So, like, it's, the, the swinging is just so much better now because we do it as a team. You know, it's right. better. Oh, I agree. And yeah, because I mean, at first it was, you know, doing it with my ex-husband at first, it was all new and everything. And, it, you know, it was, you know, I wanted to do all those things with you, but it's like, okay, well, I did all those things, did it? but they're not the same as what I, whatever. I just, yeah. I did, but I'm so much happier now because I'm like saying, sharing stuff with you. I, everything's so much more deeper. I feel much more love. I never felt that before. And nothing ever meant like I want to do all these things with you before. Like, eh, eh. I felt and I got angry all the time. And I'm like, no, I don't feel angry. If I get upset, I'm like, okay, well, I don't really want to do it. With that. Okay. I feel like we just understand what each other wants. What each other They're very in tune yeah. each other and very respectful of each other. Um, very honest with each other. Um, like if I don't like someone, if like I, if someone gives me a bad vibe, I'm like, no. It's like, come on. I'm like, no. <laughs> I saw that conversation going the other day. Like, um, I guess apparently some vanilla people think that um, there's a sense of monot. Um, what's the word? Uh, monogyny or uh, Mis- misogyny? Misogyny. Misogyny. Um, the swinging, like the guys pushing it all, but that's with real swinger couples. That's not how it is. She gets the final call every, on everything. Every, every couple I've met, every the woman I've has met. the final cut. It's yeah, like it's, the yeah. have law. it's like the unwritten rule, you know, and people don't right. get that that's empowering to women, the lifestyle, because you're actually taking the time to ask your, like, honestly, like, I don't even get turned on if she's not turned on. My dick will literally get soft if yep. she's not turned on. 100%. And I think, you know, it's not to say that you don't see couples where you can you can tell that maybe the guy is pushing the girl or maybe the other way around. But I think it's important to know that those people don't last very long in the lifestyle because other people pick up on it really quick. Yep. And, and it it's almost a repellent because you can see it and you're like, that's not a healthy situation. We're going to stay away. Yeah. Well, We've seen it numerous times at parties. For sure. You see it. But before, I think we we're more likely to associate with that kind of couple yeah. before, but right. now we're, again, the porn thing is just like, we're it, so alert to all this it, stuff. We're alert to it, but it also prevents any of those people from ever contacting us. It right. Really yeah. It's a bit of a miracle, honestly, like it's, it's so much time. But even people who are cheating or whether that kind of stuff, we um, don't even do that. Yeah. Cause it's like, yeah, we won't before I want to be like, yeah, no, Okay, whatever, but now it's yeah. like a definite no. Yeah. If you're hiding stuff, we don't want any part of it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious if just hypothetically, let's say tomorrow uh, they shut down all internet porn and you're not allowed to make another video, would you guys still be in the swinging world? Yeah. Yeah. Probably just the same yeah. level that we are now, just yeah. you know, here and there, parties and I mean I like I said, I've always been into slutty women. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> to the day you die, you're going to be I will way. be addicted to uh, crazy cock whores. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be running around the nursing home and uh, yeah. all the old ladies. 
<laughs> no, that's, that's, no, that's interesting. I got, uh, the other thing I wanted to ask, too, is you touched on a little bit of the jealousy. Has that been an issue at all for you guys? Not since that phase of monogamy. Okay. okay. We, we needed to find our swinging style. Yeah. That makes that sense. After that we figured out what our balance was and what we were both looking for, yeah. I had issues with it for a long time. Actually, I had issues with it all the time. It was not a and, and you still get her more so than me, and I suppose I would too. The Say what you will about single guys. The fact that they just want to come over and fucking leave is actually good for me. A lot, a lot of the women like that we'll have over want that more social thing. And they like and, having a little bit more of a relationship. Right, right a little, and so she's a little bit more defensive, huh. I think, just, just in general. I, I, but, I get, I get, I, but all the girls that we're with are cool. Like, nobody's been a problem. No, I've loosened up, but I can use, I still every now and then get a little hesitant. Like, if I get a vibe that maybe she's pushed talking to you a little, I get, I'm like, yeah. And we're going to be totally honest. If the girl's into her, she likes Well, it. yes. And if the girl's into me, she doesn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Also, if they talk to me, that helps, too. If they're yeah. just like, like I say, hey, how are you doing? They're like, fine. And I'm like, what do you have? What, what yeah, yeah, questions that, yeah, and they're yeah, very yeah, short yeah. answers, then I get the vibe. So we have a process. We tell yeah. talk to a girl, and I'll, I'll do the pre-screening, like, where are you from, blah, 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 you know, the usual shit. And then I pass the girl over to her so that they can develop a relationship. And a lot of times they, they, if, if the conversation just doesn't go anywhere, then we don't swing with them. Right. Yeah. I think that's super common. Even like you talk to couples all the time and it's, it's important that if we're meeting another couple, like I have to like the other guy, she has to like the other girl just as much as we have to like, I mean, it has to be a four way connection. Because I don't want someone with her that I don't like, and she doesn't want someone with me that that she doesn't like. And it's very hard to find. Yeah, it's, it's extremely hard to find. That's why the threesomes are actually are almost easier to find sometimes too. Yep. But you need respect from all yeah. all parties involved. Yeah, you don't want to feel like that person's there to try and steal your partner. You want to feel like they understand that they're not not to say that they have a job, but. They're there to be a part of this and be fun, and that you're both there. It's not just, hey, I'm here for her, shut up and yeah. leave me alone, or hey, I'm here for him, shut up and leave me alone. Yeah. It's a you still have to be a, a cordial to the other person, yeah. which is another reason why the bi guys are fun. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they're there to do their job. Well, well they're they're, yeah. they're into both of us. Right. You know what I mean? Right. They're like they're they're they we, want to and they it's want. a threesome. Yeah. It's not a I'm over and bang my wife. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. Have you guys experienced any other challenges um, around open, having an open marriage besides the jealousy? Occasionally you'll forget to tell me like when we have, it would have a date in the beginning, but besides that, (laughs) that's more of a personal thing, but that's, yeah, so one bad thing that I've done is, like, because of the business, like, sometimes I have to make business decisions about, like, okay, we're going to meet this couple, but, like, it's always under the presumption that we're just meeting them for the business thing and maybe play. Does that make sense? It's okay. like, we'll, we'll launch couples. Like, so okay. other, other couples I want to launch or whatever. And so, like, we go to San Antonio or whatever, and then we help them you know, get off it's the ground fine. and, you know, whatever. And we always go into it with, um, okay, we're coming there to meet you and hang out and be friends. And if we play, 
great. If not, no hard feelings. You know what I yeah. mean? Kind of a no pressure kind of thing. And like a couple of times I've been like, I've scheduled it without consulting her first. But when you're, when you're not thinking about sex, it's not, you know what I mean? I'm not thinking about sex at that point. You know? You're just coming from a business standpoint and trying to make sure you get it, like get that in the calendar so it happens. Right. She's got to know everything. I got to know everything. I'm very organized. I need to know everything. I can relate to that. I would want to know, like, to plan as well. I get, I get it. I get it. But, like, it's not like, you know how guys are where it's like, okay, 12, boom, done, you're in. You know what I mean? It's, it's like appointments. I yeah. know. I get you. I get you. <laughs> Um, how about how do you guys uh, how do you guys handle the topic of safe sex and swinging and just over the years? It's so hit or miss. Well, usually it depends. I mean, first of all, we don't do. We're more we like being bare. Well, we like being bare, but we don't put ourselves in what I would call high risk scenarios. Right. You know. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I don't want to talk bad about other swinger couples. But as we as we already talked about, they're, they're, they exist on a spectrum, and one of of those spectrums happens to be like the anonymous glory hole play and things like that. That's, that's not cool. our thing, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, adult bookstores and you know sure. that's your that's cool, you know what I mean? But we don't put ourselves in high risk scenarios. And what's funny is most of our partners wear condoms, like a lot of right. guys or whatever. But like um. What's funny is because we're swinging so much less than we used to, we feel like we're less at risk, I guess, which is probably not smart. They could happen anytime. Because one person or a billion right. people. A vanilla die. person could give you an STD. You just never know. You know? Sure. Sure. Mathematically speaking, <laughs> like yeah. we've dramatically reduced the probability because we're hardly ever swinging. Right. Yeah, so. I do. I've been the same people like a couple and times. And it's the same people. Like, we're like, we see the same people at these parties. At these, and, yeah, yeah, we don't really. So you de- develop that sense of trust and get to know people. So you guys do on occasion play like you will have a bareback sex on occasion with other people. Occasion. If they're yeah. comfortable, but most of the time it is with condoms. Yeah, it's, it's almost like with couples, it's more of like an unwritten rule that you're just going to use a condom. Anyway. Okay. okay. Right, so, plus couples, that's what it is. I don't a couple of couples have asked to take it off, mm-hmm. you know, and we just don't usually. Like, just, right. But do, and just out of curiosity, do you guys get tested regularly just to kind of make sure you're I six months, everything. six months, three months? Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's pretty regular. I think that's, if you ran into any vanilla person and asked them the last time they got tested, I would say most of them <laughs> would say, Never um, or years, so every I think three to six months is pretty reasonable, right? yeah. so especially I, for the amount you're playing. Yeah, and, and then like the other part about it too is if something burned or itched or was growing, I wouldn't be swinging. Right. Exactly. You know what I mean? Not that you can tell always, but like, yeah, I was gonna say some some STIs are pretty asymptomatic, you know, but that's. But um, I mean, the, the more a lot of them are symptomatic. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. so, sure, sure, like. If I have like if it burns when I pee, I'm not gonna go fuck somebody. Right. You know, I, don't go, <laughs> I don't know. It's I, I do what I can to minimize the risk, and that's all you can do. Yeah, sure. Like, uh, quite frankly, um, you might get an STD from a vanilla person. 
Like, yeah, absolutely. I've been in a lifestyle. The only time I've ever gotten an STD was from a vanilla person. Sure. So. Yeah. yeah, and I, you know, I don't think that's all that uncommon. I think you find in the swinging world that people are much more in careful. tune with it. They're careful. They're yeah. More. And they're willing to have the conversation, too, about right. it. Right. Yeah. No, absolutely. And, and in any of this, there's always an element of risk, and it's just about managing that and discussing with your partner what your uh, what your tolerance is and, and playing to that level. Yeah. So probably should do a condom mandatory thing, but the condoms are just like, the where's her pussy out? You know what I mean? And then when you try to do double badge, it doesn't work that well. Right. right? So you have that. <laughs> and then like, now, like, one of the big turn-ons for me, honestly, is when her pussy tastes like sex. Like, I will eat the fuck out of her pussy when she's had multiple sticks <laughs> in it. Like, I will eat it like a fucking watermelon. Like, I'm all in there. You know? <laughs> it's like animalistic kind of shit. You know what I mean? And if it tastes like a condom, it's totally different than when it tastes like sex. You know? Like, it's... Well, it's the same thing like... Blowjob. It's like when it's on, and then you take it off, and then you do it again, and then, and then you, you taste it. Then it's like, oh, it's like you're really. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, we've all been through it because you know you you gotta live with them, but like you know it it does ruin some of the tight taste. It does, and then like a lot of people get soft with them on. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're totally fine yeah. with them. If off. they're not used to not used to them too, especially. It's not just that. Trust me, as a man, having something on the outside. Oh, yeah. hot, squeezing the blood out of it while you're trying to squeeze the blood into it and maybe like you're not super into the person that you're with to start with you know so what I mean? and you're just doing it because you're there you might as well get it. <laughs> so, so i already drove a half an hour just a couple final questions one is um do you guys have any tips? I mean, from each of you, maybe one or two just short tips for people that are just getting into this that you wish you had known when you first started. I have lots of tips for you. I could All right. Okay. Two? Two, All right. two each. <laughs> All right. Number one, don't make a big fucking deal out of it. That's the number one people mistake people make. All right? This is sex and sexuality. It's not your identity. It doesn't mean anything about you as a person. You can be a swinger, you can enjoy yourself, you can have a good time, but you don't need to make a big fucking deal out of it. It's your brain that's making a big deal out of it. It's just bodies. That's all it is. It's just the human body. You can enjoy another human's body. It doesn't have to be significant. It can just be that moment. You leave it at that moment. You know what I mean? It doesn't... People make this, like, giant thing in their head and... All they really need to do is show up at a club, mingle, talk to a few people, and when it's the right couple, it will just happen. Yeah. You, don't, you don't need to force it. You don't need to force your wife to do it. You don't need to tell her, well, you know, you're not that into them, but you're, you know, you got to try. You know, you don't go into the try. When it's right, you will just feel it, and it will just happen. And if it doesn't happen, who cares? Yeah. yeah. Be patient. Time, you're having a good time, you know, whatever. So that would be the first thing that I would say. And the second thing that I would say is be on the same fucking page. You know what I'm saying? Like we, you, you were saying, um, 
you know, you can smell those couples where they're not balanced, where, where one person pushing their issue and the other person's reluctant. Um, save everybody the time and trouble. Get your relationship right first. This is not a good thing for people who are looking to fix a relationship, period. Those are the two things I would say. Yeah, that's a huge one for me. Just saying, being on the same page is huge. But yeah, mostly I think just be yourself. Because, I mean, I was so nervous when I first started. I barely knew who I was as a person. Knowing who you are as a person is huge. I mean, uh, I mean, I got to know myself through it. I mean, it helped. But I would say it builds my confidence. You got to know exactly who you are, what you want, what you're comfortable with. And I'm thinking that's just enjoy yourself. There's no pressure to do anything like you said, like at your point. That's mostly what it is for me. It took me a long time. Not until I met him that I feel like there's never any pressure ever. You're mostly there to have a drink, get to know each other. And if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. If it does, it's great. I mean, but that's for me always, it always just meant like you go to a party, you have to do it. Yeah. For me and these people, you have to do it. I'm like, you're, you're, it's, it's, now it's like, yeah, we don't, we don't. Hey, we have each other. I'm like, we always have each other. We always have each other. And we always have fun after they leave, no matter what. You exactly. know what I mean? Yeah. So, and one last point is um, don't force it. You know, like, that's, I think that's one nasty habit that we don't do anymore. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, when somebody comes over and that vibe just is not there, it's okay to just be honest and say, you know what? We're not feeling the vibe, but we're really happy that you came over. Um, but this isn't a match. Yeah. Boom, done. Just cut the head off the snake right there. You know what I mean? Because if you wait till clothes start coming off to start voicing your opinion, so it's like, get really <laughs> fucking awkward. You know what I mean? Yeah. So better off, better off just as soon as you know, just be honest. Mature swingers can handle rejection. I think that's one of the things that's great about swing is you, you're forced to become mature in a way that other people aren't. Now, I'm, I will never get on a soapbox and say swings for everybody because it is not, but it does force you to have some very, very real conversations about with yourself, about yourself, about your own insecurities, about, you know, really think about who you are and what you can handle. It makes you look at yourself and, like, um, I've seen a couple of comments, like, where, like, or, like, uh, polyamorous or polyamory um, is bad because it increases male violence against each other, like, um, you know, male dominance, you know, fighting. Mm-hmm. I've never <laughs> seen a fight at a swinger party. Like, I've only heard of one, you know, like, because oh, people yeah. are forced to learn to handle being rejected gracefully. Yeah. You know, and, and that's a skill that you don't get to learn in vanilla life. You just yeah. don't. Yeah. There's a, you're you're put in a lot of social situations that you don't have a script for. You don't know what to do, and you you figure it out, and you you learn you learn skills like you said that you wouldn't necessarily learn otherwise. Yeah, yeah. the ability to say no and the ability ability yes. to handle it when somebody says right. no is so. You're good at a lot doing it more. Than yeah, you wouldn't know. be able to do it. No, I trust my instincts. So when I get a bad vibe, I'm like, okay. She just gives me these big eyes. Yeah, that's the clue. <laughs> So it's like, she's like, honey, she just gives me the big eyes and I know that I have to say something. And well, you're graceful about it. We had to be just like, I don't know. No, I'm not graceful. I'm just blunt, honest, but blunt. Yeah. But that's what it is. Me, I'd be like, uh, uh, like, yeah, you kind of scapegoat around. Right, exactly. I will say, this is not a fit tonight. We're not in the mood. 
Yeah. yeah, and just be blunt and honest about it and straightforward. Um, do you guys have any resources that you would like to share with the listeners that were helpful, I guess, back when you started into swinging or, um, I guess, that are useful to you guys now? Well, I mean, just go to your local swingers club. Honestly, like, just if, you, if this is something that you're interested in, just go. Just watch. Yeah. They'll let you just yeah, watch. Yeah, you just go and mingle and, you know, there's... Like I said, people make it into this giant thing, and it doesn't need to be a giant thing. It's just I didn't make it into a big giant thing. Yeah, I bet you did. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the scariest thing ever, and really, you're just meeting other people. That's all yeah. you're there. Meeting other people, getting to know them, and it's just grace. And it's like, like, oh my God, they could see the fear in my face. And it's yeah. like, you know, and it's like they don't want to see that, but it's, you know, it's hard to get over that. Yeah, I, I, I strongly advise against online dating, honestly. Like meeting people in person is so much more right. authentic. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, I think that's a fair advice. I mean it's definitely not for everybody and it, I would I would almost take it one step further and say maybe your first time don't go to a swingers club, but maybe go to like a meet and greet. Yeah. Right? That's maybe a nice middle ground where we can go, we're gonna have drinks, we're gonna have dinner, no one's but gonna expect no play at a meet. Because it's a public right. place yeah. and then yeah. 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 That's that's actually a good advice, yeah. Yeah. yeah there you go. <laughs> no, it's just because I, I know that that first time you go to a swingers club, it can be very intimidating. Or or maybe when you go, you kind of make the deal with your partner and say, hey, look, we're going to go tonight. We're just going to watch. Yeah. 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 No, no matter who comes after us, even if it's the, the hottest people in the club, we're going to just we're going to show some self-restraint and we're going to say, you know what, we'll get your guys number. We'll be in touch. We'll be here next weekend or something where you just. Just sit back and and soak it in and take the pressure off. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, we really enjoyed talking to you guys. And how can you guys let the listeners know where they can find you if they are interested in checking out some of your porn (laughs) or (laughs) or talking or talking to you and asking questions? Well, we're peacockcouple.com. Do you want to know how that name came about? Um, so that's that's the main that's our site, and then you can find us on Pornhub if you're too cheap to buy porn. So <laughs> two peacocks, yeah, yeah um, two peacocks twenty two on Pornhub. Um, we're on Twitter. We're um, on Tumblr. Um, the best way to reach us if you want to talk to us is Twitter, though, because we're always on Twitter and we're very active and vocal. Um, it's, we like Twitter a lot because most of the swinging we do now is actually through Twitter, believe it or not. Like so. That's that's the best way to get in touch with us. Um, but the peacock couple thing was cool because like when we met, as you as I told you, she was like kind of like she had like a swinger persona, you know what I mean? That she was finding her self confidence through. Yeah. yeah. Um, so when and she's so busty and sporty and hot. I mean, okay, so there's different grading scales to people. I mean, let's be honest, right? <laughs> like, so the swinger grading scale is slightly below Vanilla Land's grading scale, right? So, like, a hot swinger is, like, an eight in normal land. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's... So, like, she's, like, a ten in swinger land. You know what I mean? Whereas, like, you know, in swinger land, I might be a nine, but, like, in normal land, I might be a seven. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so... Like, she, if you take her to a swinger party, she's probably like one of the hottest people there, if not the hottest person there. 
right? So, and I'm obviously, I've got a big fucking mouth, and I kind of, <laughs> run, you know what I mean? Right. So, I told her, I was like, well, how are two peacock personalities going to get along in a relationship? Because I thought she was more outgoing and gregarious than she is. Ah, yeah. yeah. Right? So, that's how that name Peacock couple uh, came about. Turns out, she's actually shy, and she likes that I drive, and she doesn't want to be driver. She wants the final say, which is different. Yeah. She wants the final say in what happens. She prefers for me to steer the boat and then say, honey, do you want to land on this island over here? You want to go So (laughs) we found a balance that works for us, Oh, that's that's fascinating. Yeah, I mean, no, that's a cool story. It's cool that two two very opposite personalities can make it work so well. I think that's that's encouraging for anybody who's out there thinking that it's not for them that it, it could be. Well, as relationship advice advice from a person that's been through divorce and another person who's been through divorce, whether you're a vanilla swinger or whatever, um, if you are in a relationship with somebody who enjoys conflict. It's going to be toxic. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. have to have a personality in the relationship that is willing to let the other person have their way. You can't have two people that always want their way. It just doesn't work. Yeah. yeah. From my experience. Well, I had an ex-husband who wanted to be the center of attention, but when we started swinging, I was the center of attention. And he would pout. And then he would pout. So, right. so that's, it right. didn't work. Like we right. both the center of attention, it kind of just... I'm like the lead, and then once the clothes come off, it's all about her. And, you and that's that what she wants. You. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's interesting because I think a lot of times you see where the the woman is the – they almost get thrust into this role of like being the bait where it's like, okay, you go find the couple and bring them back. And then – Yeah. But it sounds I, like for you guys it's a little bit opposite where you kind of go out and – wrangle in all the couples and then you just turn them over to her. (laughs) (laughs) I've definitely felt that pressure where I have to be the one to go up and dance with a woman or talk with a woman and put that, put myself out there and being introverted, that is not always easy to do. (laughs) I'd rather if I still comfortable enough, but I will. But if not, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. So I just yeah. basically talk to people. If I, what I look for, I, I'm the pre-screener, right? So what I look for is people who are warm and friendly. That's yeah. what I look for. Um, when I spot like a snotty swinger or like you know somebody who's just, you know, I don't get a warm, friendly vibe from. It's just not going to happen. You know, we yeah. don't. We don't connect with them. Like you two are adorable. We would, are so we would, we would, we would, <laughs> You guys all, are adorable as well. <laughs> it's all in the smile. You like you can tell when somebody smiles if there's warmth and, and genuineness to their. Yeah. Warmth there. That's what we look for. Cool. Well, again, we were super happy that you guys reached out and came on the show and shared a little bit of insight into both swinging and homemade porn because I think it's something that. I don't know. I imagine there's some people out there who are like, oh, I'd love to get into that, but I I have no idea how to do it. Just out of curiosity, if people reached out to you via Twitter, would is that something you guys are open to talking to people about? Yeah, we don't try to pressurize. Um, so we started a studio just for our co-stars, if that makes okay. sense. All right, so we don't want to pay people for sex because then it's fake. Right. Right. So 
Um, and we don't want to be paid for sex. We've been offered from studios before. Now we've been doing this long enough that porn studios have come to us and made offers. We don't want to do that, right? So what we did is we created a separate site for people who want to get into this. So okay. um, <coughs> say like uh, our friend Vern and her husband were so cool. We just met them in Tampa. They have a model page on a separate site. They're on our site, but then they can sell the videos that we make with them on that site too. So they get to get to experience some of that too. Okay. The name, you know what I mean? And then if they get big enough, they just branch off to their own site or whatever. Okay. Um, we, anybody who fucks us has the opportunity to make money. I mean, how many couples can you say, can you say, you know, fucking them actually made me money? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Yeah, not too many. Your resume? Are you sure your resume? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So, so yeah, we uh, that's that's one of the businesses that that's what Two Peacock Productions is. Is I help um, couples launch. And so, say you two wanted to make a sex tape, you upload the file to Dropbox. I'll make it beautiful and do the lighting. You know, add headers and all this shit. Professionalize it and then market it for you. So all you two had to focus on was making. was making love to each other. That's the business. I see. That's cool. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Well, I hope I hope that some of the listeners out there got something or get something out of that, and you know, we'll send some people your way. Yeah. 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 I mean, honestly, it's no pressure. Right. We we we're gonna be doing us no matter what. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. No. Absolutely. I guess the side benefit is you get to watch a lot of porn of, that's not you two. <laughs> you don't even think about it after a while, though. You know. Like, yeah, you know, that's true. It's it's just know, business. <laughs> and you and you see some stuff you don't want to see. Like, <laughs> we're not into anal, and like it, I'm just gonna be honest, it grosses me the hell out. I'll lick a butt, but I'm not breaking the seal. You know what I mean? Like it, it just it just gives me the willies, and like. You know, I don't want to see the inside of somebody's butthole. I just don't. <laughs> <laughs> and unfortunately, I have to see stuff like that. So, That's true. That's true. Well, again, thank you guys for coming on. It was awesome chatting with you. Thank you for and having us. And wish you best of luck with the podcast. That's yeah, super exactly. awesome you guys are doing that. Absolutely. Well, thank you. We're we're really excited about it. Yeah, we are. So we're having a lot of fun with it, meeting awesome people like you guys and all the other people who've come on. So... Thanks again, and we'll we'll keep in touch. Yeah, have a good night, guys. Thank you. Bye. Have a great night. Bye. Hey, y'all. Hey, everyone. We're back. We just wanted to once again say thanks to the Peacock couple for reaching out to us and coming on the show. Uh, they're super awesome people, and they're a lot of fun to talk to, and they have a really cool story. So thanks, guys. Yeah, thank you so much. Next week, we have a another fun interview with a couple from Ohio who started swinging and then eventually started their own swing club uh, in northern Ohio. Yeah, and they're doing something really cool. We, we try to promote different things that we really believe in, and they're starting to do some parties that are catered directly towards uh, by men and by women equally rather than having that disparity so they're going to talk for a few minutes about that but the majority of the episode is about their journey through swinging and dealing with jealousy so it's a fantastic conversation they're awesome people so we will see you guys in a week for that interview bye everyone bye (laughs) y'all